Spoilers. Spoilers. Spoiler <laughs> season with us. New cards. Welcome to Spoiler Season Ixalan episode 10. Or I think we're at 10. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, thanks to our sponsors, New England Comics, you can find on Facebook at NEC Coolidge, and to Flipside Gaming, which you can find at flipsidegaming.com. So, Katie, we uh, have our last set of spoilers that are not going to be just the giant dump, In which the is tomorrow. Lump, yeah. Yeah, so here we go. Uh, our first one is a Mythic Rare. It's a white card called Axis of Mortality. This is white, white, four, enchantment. At the beginning of your upkeep, you may have two target players exchange life totals. <laughs> That's so fun. Yeah? Um, this is... I mean, this is the kind of crazy thing that, like, you want to run and win with, but is probably pretty bad. Oh, I mean, it's pretty bad. But, like, in Commander, this is a Commander card, I think. Uh, yeah, well, based on like the vast yes, and deep experience My vast and with deep, yes, knowledge Commander, of Commander yes. suggests that this should be a Commander card, because it's two target players exchange life total, so you can make, like, two of your opponents swap, or, like politic them and be like hey mm. i'll make him swap with her if you do that thing because commander yeah. so ah. that's my hardcore evaluation of this card is that it's not for constructed it is actually for commander oh yeah well i wasn't even imagining it for constructed i was thinking in limited i still think this is pretty bad to run yeah it's pretty bad but i still think it's so what a crazy people ability. will win with this though like yeah exactly people will, like play this and then be like haha switch your life total bolt you I right win. <laughs> like yeah just like stupid stuff. yeah like steel wins from nowhere exactly and yeah. it'll be like you know they'll lose all the every other match of the pre-release or draft or wherever they're playing it but that one match where this works and it'll all be that's worth the it. only one they'll talk oh my gosh i was playing axis of mortality and my opponent it. was at 20 i was, at, I three. was at three so he thought he was swinging for <laughs> lethal but then i switched our life totals and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. if you could do it instant speed oh my gosh yeah he's yeah. he like he swung for lethal and then I flipped <laughs> That would be a dumb card. Yeah, it's not quite that. Our next card is a rare. It is a Death Gorge Scavenger Ooze. I mean, I'm sorry. There's no mm. ooze on the end of that. Just Death Gorge Scavenger. It is green two for a 3-2 dinosaur. Another cheap dino. Mm-hmm. Uh, so many dinosaurs. There's like no merfolk or pirates. It's all, I mean, merfolk no. or uh, vampires. Vampires. It's all dinosaurs and, and pirates. This is uh, whenever Death Gorge Scavenger enters the battlefield or attacks. It's basically uh, a Titan. Basically, it has the Titan ability, ETB or attack. Dang. A lot of things have that. Boat has that. Skyship Sovereign? Boat, yeah, I mean, that is an Inferno Titan, like, basically. No, it's a boat. It's a flying It boat. has this, almost the same ability as Inferno Titan does. But and you have to crew it, though, and it's like... Yeah, and therefore it's completely different. It's also and it's a flying, flying boat in the air. That is so good. I know. So oh, good. Fern Titan, though, like you could split up the damage and be like one here, two here, and kill two. Oh, so powerful. You could also deal it to your opponent, which is, I think, maybe not. I don't know. It's been a while since I played with Fern Titan. Cool. Point so is, anyways. Titans are good. Uh, so this card, when it enters the battlefield or attacks, you may exile target card from a graveyard. If a creature card is exiled this way, you gain two life. If a non-creature card is exiled this way, Death Gorge Scavenger gets plus one plus one until end of turn. A little disappointing. But not, not a, a counter, counter, right? Otherwise, yeah. it'd be like the perfect scavenging ooze. Scooze. Scooze, uh, yeah. But it's still good. 
Like, this is... Yeah. This still seems really good against, like, Ramanap Red. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, or even, like, Mardu. Because it allows you to apply pressure while uh, gaining life back, which is nice. Um, and, you know, exiles things. So, like, this will be relevant against Graveyard decks. The, the, the main question, though, is, like, the body is pretty bad. Like, yeah. what deck wants this, I think, is the main question you have to answer. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. It might be a sideboard card. I'm just not, like, super optimistic about it because it, it's kind of weak. Yeah, and, like, I it's competing of... with a lot of good stuff at the right. three slot. Like, I really feel like if you're in need of a, a graveyard hate card, this is nice because it's tacked onto a body and you might want to be applying pressure in addition to dealing with their graveyard, but you just have better, like, graveyard targeted cards yeah if there's if like red is still a big thing and there's like a small dinos deck um i can see this going in because it's good it attacks through a lot of stuff uh and can but give are you, you really some life swinging against red yeah huh. against Ramanar. i think with this card i think you're swinging against red because red has the same issue as mardu where like they don't they don't actually block. Like, if your plan is just to sit back and block forever, you'll lose the game because yeah. they have so many ways to uh, reach. Finish you off, yeah. Yeah. So you really want to be attacking as soon as you can. Um, and, like, you know, if you're slightly stabilized, just start attacking them. And, and you can sometimes race them because their stuff is is so small. Except Azurite. Mm, yeah. Cards OP. Uh, that's Death Corps Scavenger. In limited, uh, this is fine. Yeah. Like, it'll... I, I'm, it's not exciting. Like there's there's better three drops, but whatever. But it's not bad, and it's a relevant type, and yeah, yeah, all that good stuff. So the next chart is a what a big fish, I believe. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's for me. That's yes, for you. This is fleet swallower. Um, so large, look, in fact. Look, look. Yeah. That's that's Falling the fleet going down fleets. the gullet. So this is a blue blue five, for a six five. 6-6, six, six, goodness, 6-6, six, six, fish. When Fleet Swallower attacks, target opponent puts the top half of his or her library into his or her graveyard. Round it up. Sweet. So this plus Frank Sanity is just a kill? Yep. Cool. Um, Seems dependable. Yeah. <laughs> so it's funny because, <laughs> Fast like, and efficient. Um, I, I think, like, in Constructed, like, you just would never play this. But uh, in Limited... This is a great way to finish off a game. Like, a 7-mana 6-6 six, six is totally reasonable, and maybe you'll kill them with damage, but it has, like, that Willamog-esque uh, inevitability where if you would just attack with it, like, a couple times, they're gonna lose. Yeah. In so. Limited, you really... I don't know, because I play Constructed more often, like, the 40-card deck really feels small. Like, it's, yeah. it's very millable. So, let's say that you play this on turn 7. So, your opponent has drawn 14 cards, mm-hmm. so they're down to 26. So you attack once, they go to 13. Twice. Oh, well, then they, uh, you have once go to 13. Oh, they draw for their turn. You play it on seven, so they have 14 cards. Play it, pass, they draw a card. So now they're at 25. Pass to you, you attack, right? They mill 13 and go to 12. They draw a card, go to 11. Goes back to you. You attack. They mill six and go to five. Pass. So you've done two attacks so far. They draw and go to four. Pass back to you. You swing. They go to two, and then that's three attacks. Then you pass back to you. You swing. I'm losing track of things. And then they go to three, and then you attack, and they go to yeah. one, and then you win. Like, so maybe it's actually you'll just win with damage. 
That's a yeah, lot of attacks. That's, that's like at six that point, you've dealt, like, if they haven't killed this, you've actually dealt a lot of damage. Yeah. So, All right, uh, maybe not. Yeah, unless you can find some other mill cards. It actually feels like <laughs> It seemed up front slow. like it would, uh, it would be faster. Yeah. But that, um, that having. Yeah. At least you're, you're really sending a message, though. Like, I'm going to yeah. slap you with my giant fish and also make you but put bam. half your deck in the graveyard. Yeah. To be fair, it does give you some good information. Like, I was going to say that, too. Oh, man. See? We're all on the same page yeah. here. Yeah. No, that's good. Limited masterminds. Next game, you're like, dude, I know what's in your deck and what to play around and what crazy sweepers you have. Yeah. You can maybe see their their bombs and their removal. And, yeah. Yeah. So just maybe make sure you just remember. Maybe scoop on the spot. You remember to say, you attack and you're like, can I see your graveyard? Yeah. And, uh, just, just peek in there. Peek in there. They, they won't know what you're up to. I mean, they, they'll know exactly what you're no, up to. No, no, no. Well, not if it's game three. Not okay, if it's game well, three. <laughs> I mean, then you could still look, but it's probably not worth it. Maybe not. Uh, our next card is Redoubled Volley. This is Red Red 1 Sorcery. Redoubled Volley deals three damage to every creature or player. Raid, you can pay Red Red 3. Return Redoubled Volley from your graveyard to your hand. Activate this ability only if you attack with a creature this turn. Here's what I like. Tell me. This is a, the return to your hand ability is an instant. But you can only use it if you've attacked with a creature this turn. Uh-huh. So. So essentially it's sorcery. I mean, like, you can only use, it's weird. Because now it's an instant you can only play on your turn, which is pretty interesting. You can only put it on your turn, but you could do something like attack, get this back, and that's why I said cast it's it not a sorcery; blocks. it's an instant you can play on your turn. No, you can't cast before blocks; it's a sorcery. Oh, the spell yeah. itself is so a you can sorcery. Use the, but you can like use the ability as an instant after attackers, <laughs> just, just to, freak to people just out. to rub it in. Oh, I yeah. like it. Or maybe you pay five and return it to your hand, and then pay three and discard it with Hazaret for the win. Oh, oh, powerful, powerful. Yeah. Uh, in constructed. I don't like this very much because I feel like the rate is like a lightning strike is a much better rate and it's an lightning instant. Lightning strike is red one for three to creature at instant speed. Yeah. Okay, so it's same thing but cheaper. Yeah, and instant. Instant, and then this is a sorcery and like yeah, you can bring it back in the late game for that extra damage, but that means you're paying like three, you're paying three mana sorcery speed for the first three, and then you're paying eight mana for the next three. I feel like. Like, decks like Ramen Up Red just don't need it. Like, you have Ramen Up Ruins yeah. for the reach in the late well, game. I think Hazaret, plenty of stuff. You can bring yeah. back Earthshake or Kenra. Yeah. I don't think you need this card. I, I agree. But I think your sort of classic red aggro deck could have enjoyed using this card because mm. um, our, our Ramen Up Red, like you said, it has so many ways to get through, right? It has Hazaret, it has Kenra you can bring back, it has um, Chandra who can deal damage. So, like, they have a lot of... And Ramanov Ruins is, like... It really adds up. So they have all these ways to deal damage um, that I feel like a lot of aggro decks in the past, like, once they run out of steam, it's really hard for them to get that last few damage, and this would have looked really good for those. Yeah. But in our current meta, with all of these really great threats from red, it's just underwhelming. Yeah, it doesn't cut it. It doesn't cut it, because, yeah, it just doesn't have the, the other reach that red has. is just better. Yeah. That's it, yeah. So, wouldn't get your hopes up for this card, but uh, I'd probably play it in limited. Like, it's going to be three mana for three damage, and then in the late game, like, it could be a mana sink to deal some more damage. So, yeah, I'd play absolutely. it. Yeah. Our next card is Emissary of Sunrise. Ah. <laughs> 
White two for a two one. All these X ones. Human. Human tribal. Mm -hmm. Human cleric. With first strike, and when Emissary of Sunrise enters the battlefield, it explores. Love this card. Uh, because I'm totally happy. And like, because uh, here's the thing. It's it's always awkward, because the, the mechanics where you don't get to choose which side you're doing... Like, so, Explorer has drawn some comparisons to Punisher mechanics, because you don't get to choose the option. But your opponent doesn't get to choose the option either. It's right. just random. And that's why I, I think, like, you have to evaluate it... Like, is this a reasonable rate for both modes? And then just accept that, like, sometimes you might want one more than the other, but, like, it, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, three mana for a two and first strike, that draws you a land? Sweet. Three mana for a three two first strike? Sweet. Plus a scry, right? I, I'm totally happy with both modes on this. I think this card is pretty good. Mm. Yeah, actually, uh, thank you for pointing out the first strike. I know I just read it, but I was <laughs> just looking at three mana for a... 2-1, and I was like... Oh, that's bad. Yeah, that's, that's terrible. The first strike first is strike really, really it. key. Especially yeah. in limited, which is so combat-oriented. Mm -hmm. A 2-1 first strike or a 3-1 first strike is sweet. Yeah. No, I agree. Great. Would play in limited. Will not play in constructed. I, I can't see a reason to. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's <laughs> pretty good with Thalia's Lieutenant. Human Tribal. Yeah, that's rotating. Yeah. So. Metallic Mimic is not rotating. Human Lord! Yeah, you can also play Mimic name horse and play horse lord horse tribal because there are two horse tribal cards but there's only one human tribal card so <laughs> that's a great call mm. next card is a vehicle it's shadowed caravel this is two mana for a two two vehicle whenever a creature you control explores put a plus and plus one counter on sh shadowed caravel and it has crew two Blah. Blah. yeah my instinct is to dislike this because two for a 2-2 two, two vehicle, just like looking at the base rate, mm -hmm. like I would play that as a creature. And this you have to crew. Sad. Yeah. Crew two. It is. Not a crew yeah, one. Yeah, crew, crew two. two. So it's like kind of a chunky crew. Chunky. And then. <laughs> <laughs> Your vehicle really, really needs chunky. to lose some. Really no, no. To... It's a chunky crew. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, the they're really weighing the vehicle out of, down. out of shape a little bit. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, so I don't know how many explorers you're going to have. but Two explorers? You have you to, have I feel like you have to have a significant number to make this feel good. And I still would rather just have big creatures. This is the second card, though, that... And, like, maybe it's not enough right now, but maybe we'll get more in Rivals of Ixalan. Mm. Wasn't there another card I was like, hey... Oh, it was the... Whenever you explore, something gets minus two, minus two. Right? Yeah, just yeah. Just the fact that... Like a horror hound or yeah, something. Yeah, the fact that exploring is so, like something... I think people are underestimating it a little bit, and it's yeah. something I think that you're, like is good and like you don't really have to pay for it just comes staple onto stuff and then these effects that trigger when you explore are also all free and this gets the plus one counter whether it's a creature or not it doesn't have to be a creature to the counter so I, if there's like a critical mass of those then you could just go on like the explore plan and you could just explore the whole world and get a giant vehicle and get like kill all their stuff and like i just yeah. i just want to play constellation again i know i know i just feel like you have to have this down early before you're doing all your exploring. If you draw it late and you've already done your exploring, it's useless. And if you... I, I just... Yeah. Yeah. That's that's true. But I agree with you. Like, it's really nice that you're just rewarded for what hopefully your deck is already doing. Yeah. And and like I said, pretty... Like like, like you said, card's pretty bad. Uh, and like yeah. I said... Uh, I, I think like the only way that it gets played is if that deck emerges, and I don't think that deck is going to emerge. But 
Emerge. But another oh mechanic. Oh my gosh, the Eldrazi are back. Whoa. It's Emrakul, guys. It's Emrakul. Oh, it's um, but, you know, if we get a little more support, like, it's not out of the realm of possibility that an Explore deck could take off. Yeah. I would like to see it take off, even though I know it won't. Yeah. Next card is Perilous Voyage. Oh, no. <laughs> so sad. Jace has fallen here, fallen off a waterfall. Vraska's <laughs> reaching out, trying to grab him, but First he he's way too lost. far. He like forgets everything all Not the time. Not having a good day. Falls off waterfalls. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. So this is blue one instant. Return target non-land permanent you don't control to its owner's hand. If its converted mana cost was two or less, scry two. So uh, it's unfortunate you can't return your own stuff to your hand because mm. that's often where these kind of bounce cards pick up a lot of utility yeah. um but i actually think this card could see play in formats in formats in formats tell me more because in standard uh if you want like if you're playing the tempo game uh-huh. the scry 2 is really good like yeah your you tempo like you're fine bouncing and like maybe if you're playing pirates you have to decide if like you know do first a do you want a bounce effect just to like a really cheap bounce effect. If you do, we have Unsummon, which is one mana, but you could pay one more mana, which is a real cost, mm -hmm. um, and get probably a Scry 2 tacked on, oftentimes. Maybe not. It depends how often you think you're going to be bouncing two drops or fewer. So I don't know. I don't know. But I, I think it's like, you know, tempo pirates like bouncing, I think, might might want this kind of effect in this card could see play. Interesting. Does um does Unsummon do creatures or all non-land permanents? Uh, creature, I think. Because, I, I mean, I can't imagine it's always that relevant, but, you know, if there's, like, a Planeswalker alt about to go off... Yeah, totally. ...and you throw them in a perilous voyage... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I also like that they're characterizing Jace falling off a waterfall as a perilous voyage. Yeah, it's it's an unsafe trip. Yeah. I would fasten my seatbelt myself if I were falling off. Being a like, all right guys, I'm gonna go on a perilous voyage, see ya, and then just jump off a cliff. Yeah. Yeah. And you'd be that's like, Wow, that does seem perilous. It does seem <laughs> perilous. I don't know how that's gonna work out for him. Um, He's Jace. Yeah. But I do think that pirates are usually gonna want to block bounce creatures since Creatures block, and they want to be attacking. Um, and creatures you have spell block. pierce to block, like to counter planeswalkers and yeah. enchantments and stuff. But yeah. yeah, you're right; it does bounce other things as well. So uh, it's a cheap bounce spell with like pretty high upside for a tempo deck. So it could play a, a role. Yeah. Uh, quick question about the the artifacts that flip into lands. Mm. What is their mana cost when they flip? Is it the full? Is it the front side? Yeah, the mana cost, the convert mana cost of a flipped card is equal to currently with the current rules, mm -hmm. uh, the convert mana cost of the front. So it'll so be so all these first lands have actually lands have mana cost. Mana cost. Yeah, interesting. Which is weird. Yeah, that is weird. That is weird. I mean, I just thought of it here because I was like, if People you want to get rid of a land, that's a problem. So like, there's a card uh, from original Innistrad. It's like green one instant or sorcery, and you transform all humans. Okay. And what you can do is you can play like liquid metal coating, which turns. Uh, permanent into an artifact mm -hmm. and then you can play March of the Machines which turns artifacts equal into creatures with uh, power and toughness equal to the your mana cost and then you can play like Arcane Adaptation and name like human so your all your things are humans then you can play uh, this transform card and you can transform all of your permanents which means if you have any of these artifacts or enchantments that turn into lands you can just transform them 
without satisfying their ability. You say just, but you just named like three or four cards that you need to do that. But you're right. But it works. Yeah. It works. That's, that's nifty. Yeah. All right. Uh, our next card is Vance's Blasting Cannons. Who is Vance? Vance uh, is a captain. I guess so. Oh, yeah. Captain oh, she's Vance. a captain. She's a captain. Carved the cliffs to form her new home. Aww. Sweet. So she blew stuff home, up. sweet home. I like her already. So Vance's Blasting Cannons is red three for a legendary enchantment. Uh, I like that her, her cannons are legendary, and they're also, they're not artifacts. They're just, they're magical enchantments. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at the beginning of your upkeep, they don't even kill things. At the beginning of your upkeep, exile the top card of your library. If it's a non-land card, you may cast that card this turn. Whenever you cast your third spell in a turn, you may transform Vance's Blast and Cannon, and it transforms into Spitfire Bastion. This is a legendary land. It is tap, add red to your mana pool, and red two tap, Spitfire Bastion at deals three damage to target creature or player. So let's look at the front side first. Mm-hmm. Because this is one of the ones where actually, like, since it's a repeatable trigger that is actually going to net you cards, um, you might play this just for the front side. This is more or less a reprint of Frontier Siege with two big exceptions. One, Frontier Siege did have the other mode. The other mode was, like, not often played. What was the other mode? Right, the other mode was, like, whenever a creature leaves the battlefield, you can deal, or when it, maybe you control, it deals one damage to target opponent. Mm. So, like, you could sometimes use Outpost Siege to kill your opponent if, like, you had goblin tokens from, like, Rabble Master, and, you know, that would guarantee you the win. Okay. But most of the time, Outpost Siege was played in, like, grindier decks or aggressive red decks or red white that needed to a little extra cards in the late game and it was a four drop also it is a four drop enchantment um difference the other difference though was that you could play lands that you found off outpost siege and this card doesn't let you do that okay um and then second was outpost siege legendary no because that that's another yeah it's another yeah. it's another difference because sometimes you would get to outpost siege because uh, you would play i don't know how many you played of that i don't remember but once in a while, you'd have two. Sure. Usually, you just had one. But um, this card also, currently in standard, is competing with Chandra. Uh, mm, the, the pro, same mana cost. Right, same mana cost. Well, Chandra's an extra red, but like it's still four. Um, and this card has the upside of being harder to kill. <laughs> the downside is Chandra beats it in every other way. Like, Chandra lets it, so like if you hit a land, you get to shoot your opponent. Mm-hmm. Chandra also ramps you by two. Chandra also kills things. And Chandra also wins you the game if it's there long enough. So, like, but the downside is Chandra is easier to kill than a, uh, an enchantment. Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, that That's the front side. Just the front side comparing. If we want to consider the back side of it, you need to be able to cast three spells in a turn. That is a hard thing to do for a lot of decks. You don't yeah. often cast three spells in a turn. So it feels like you'd want to play this in some kind of like blue-red spells where you're just going to be firing off lots and lots of stuff, trying to burn them out, tempo them out, hit them with some prowess creatures, maybe some riddle form, flip this, shoot them like twice and win the game. Um, So it's interesting because I think like the front side goes fine in that deck but can also be played in decks that don't care about flipping it. But the the back side is very, very strong. Um, It's just a matter of like what deck can reliably cast three spells like we have opt now and spell pierce and duress so we have some good one drops yeah but that's still like it's a real it's a real tough thing to do yeah you have to build your deck to want to cast multiple spells yeah 
I mean, so you mentioned the blue-red sort of prowess, sort of this spells, prowess yeah. like kind of aggressive spells deck. But, um, I mean, I don't really see this going in Ramanop Red, but an aggro deck like Ramanop Red, um, all their spells are so cheap. If in the late game they hoard two cards and then flip one off Bastion and cast, you know, three one-drops. I think the problem with that is... Because Ramanop Red revolves around Hazret in the late game, yeah. you run into a really awkward tension where oh, Hazret yeah. and Cannons are both four drops, oh. and Hazret wants you to empty your hand, and this card wants you to hoard your spells. Like yeah, you said. and I think Hazret is just better. So oh, like, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Good call. Yeah. Play um, this over Hazret. It would be interesting if if you could like this is a great win condition in a blue red control deck. Um, it's just like That's I don't, I'm not convinced that blue red control can cast <laughs> three cast spells, three in, a spells turn. in a turn. Yeah. Because end of turn they glimmer and shoot something and like that's too and like you get this with thing in the ice as well where like yeah. you're like okay uh, harness lightning my own thing right like you right. or like, like harness lightning plays. and then counter my harness lightning so like blue red does not naturally easily cast a whole bunch of spells in a turn mm-hmm. but if it decides the upside of this card is high enough then it could but I think that like you don't need it like just play scarab god scarab god is just the best Ugh. best end game yeah. So, yeah, I, it's a powerful card, though, and uh, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it'll see some play in Standard, because high upside. It might see more play if, uh... Oh, does Kaladesh rotate with Ixalan? Uh, I think it does. I don't know, I haven't mastered the new rotation schedule yeah, so yet. I was gonna say, when, when Chandra rotates, this would get a chance to shine, yeah. but I think they rotate together, so... Yeah, well, I, oh, well. I think you have a good point, though, about Hazaret too. I mean, this doesn't have to be in a deck with Hazaret. Oh, I'm sorry, but... it rotates without... Uh, yeah, so Kaladesh and Amonkhet rotate. Okay. So, so when Chandra wrote, yeah, when those rotate, and this card, if it's the only four drop, four drop red card, has red is gone, and now like this effect is only on this yeah. card, not on Chandra, then this could see play. All right, cool. So keep this in mind for like a year from <laughs> yes, now. Yes, in a year. Uh, but even even regardless, like I'm, yeah. I'm sure it'll see a little bit of play. But uh, and if a blue red spells deck happens, it'll definitely see play. Because uh, I, I there's some compelling like Riddle Form is a strong card. And which, it, which one's Riddle Form? It is the blue one enchantment that whenever you cast an instant sorcery, it turns into a 3-3 flyer. Oh, yeah. And it has, like, blue one scry one or something. Um, so that thing can do some damage. Huh. It doesn't die to sorcery speed removal. Um, it's... I, yeah, I was watching some, like, blue-red prowess deck stream, and it always looked pretty good. So, Interesting. Yeah, something to keep in mind. Pirates might just be better, but who knows? Yeah. Last, oh, second to last, second to last card of the night. Uh, Vine Shaper Mystic, green two, for a 1-3 Merfolk Shaman. When Vine Shaper Mystic enters the battlefield, put a plus and plus one counter on each of up to two Merfolk, target Merfolk you control. Cool. Um, I like it. At the worst, if you have no other Merfolk out, it's three for a 2-3, which is an okay rate. Yep. And if you have other Merfolk out, um, you can... You know, it has the flexibility, right? You can put the counter on itself. If you have better merfolk, you can put it over there. We yeah. haven't seen a lot of merfolk, though. I know. So it's I just, really awkward. It's really hard to say, like... We keep getting dinosaurs and pirates. Yeah. Which is fine. They're cool, but, like... There is a whole other tribe. <laughs> There's two other tribes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, it feels like they got most of the love. Maybe yeah. that'll change when we get the big dump tomorrow, but yeah. I don't know. I mean, assuming you have, like, a couple other merfolk... And maybe like a yeah good no one I really like this one. yeah I really like this card I because you're can... like you said the base is three mana for a two four right I like three mana for a two four that's fine 
Oh, um, I said two three, didn't I? Yeah, two oh, four. Oh, yeah, two yeah, four. Yeah, yeah, that's And anything other merfolk is just yeah, the card becomes really good fast. So yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, and our last actual last card of the night is what is it? Spike-tailed ceratops. Oh, I like it when I recognize dinosaur names instead Aww. of like. Monstrosaur. What what is that? Alright, so um this is green four for four four dinosaur. What was four, that? Four dinosaur. Okay. I feel like you can write a poem about it. Because it rhymes. You're gonna write a, a poem uh, about Hotley. it. Hotley could write a poem about it. She's yeah. a warrior poet. Oh she is. She don't even know it. No, I mean she, she does she, knows it. she does yeah, know it. She knows yeah. it. Uh so spike tailed ceratops can block an additional creature each combat sweet love it vanilla rate pretty solid and then uh it's a good blocker yeah i always uh, love these like additional blockers yes yeah. they're, they're just nice this is yeah it's just like it's a pretty straightforward card right yeah. it's like you your curve is locking in some five drops and you're green put this in mm-hmm. and it's a fine card it is a fine magic the gathering card yep it attacks reasonably <laughs> it blocks extra well yep and uh there you go uh, actually, we have more <laughs> As cards. we've been podcasting right this moment, live from the internet, Incredible. there are two new cards. Two new cards. Here we go. What are they, Katie? We have Looming Altasaur. Altasaur, because is... it's tall. Get it? Ah, uh, alt- uh, yeah. okay. Uh, it's just white three for a one seven. Dinosaur. <laughs> one seven? Uh, so it, it blocks. <laughs> Boy, does it. Um, I actually think think this card is going to be really good and limited. I think this is going to be a super pain in the bum. Because this blocks dinosaurs, it right? It blocks everything. Well, yeah, but like yes. the big things in the set are dinosaurs. And if people are playing that tribe, uh, this will be you're able gonna to block them. You're going to have to be able to block them. Yeah. Yeah, because your classic 0-4 ox or tassel yeah. dromedary is just not going to cut it here. Totally. I'm So I think even in like, you know, if you're playing a control deck, you love this card uh and if you're not you're playing a creature deck still, still. i still like it it's just yeah. a good way to stonewall your opponent weird yeah it oh, is weird man and then next we have a great top end mm. at common <laughs> this is ancient brontodon cool green name. green six for a nine nine dinosaur yeah so this stompy oh yeah this beats the vanilla test right you're paying eight for a nine nine and uh, there's some ramp in this set. I'm happy to play this. This card is great. Oh, yeah. Do you know how hard it is to deal with a 9-9 in limited? <laughs> it's it's tough. You have to have some like unconditional black removal, some walk the planks, mm-hmm. or some like white pacifism or blue like counter. This it's so a resolve 9-9 is tough. Yeah. And you it's hard to even beat it in combat. Yeah. Well, you got to get your own. This is common, so. That's Pick right. up your Brontodon and make sure you can cast double green spells. I'm really curious what drafts are going to look like because we have four tribes instead of a typical five. Um, uh, it seems like dinosaurs and pirates, there's a lot more cards in them and they're a lot, they're like stronger. The yeah. power level is higher. Particularly dinosaurs are just like, the individual cards are strong. Yeah, Like regardless of whether you're like playing any other dinosaurs. You should draft dinosaurs. Yeah. So I wonder how that will shape up. If, like, dry dinosaurs will become overdrafted and, like, you won't be able to play the tribe because 
everyone's just taking them because they're good. Yeah. And then, like, maybe Merfolk Tribal ends up being super good because no one's taking those cards. And Vampires. Yeah, but I feel like... So even if you get, like, the tribal elements of Merfolk or Vampires, I still feel like you want to throw a couple dinosaurs in there because they're just big and good. They're, like, really aggressively costed. A lot of them have powerful abilities. If you can throw one in and it's powerful... Even if you can't get the tribe because everyone's taking dinosaurs, I would still play it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so far. Yeah. I'm looking for it because tomorrow is the last dump. So right now we have 169 out of 279 cards. So we're getting 110 cards tomorrow. Okay. So. So, Yeah, we we really have. We can get some dinos. Uh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Yes, I'm sure we will get some more dinos. Yeah, we haven't seen any dinos. Haven't gotten enough dinos, so we get some merfolk and some vampires tomorrow. Yeah, uh, and maybe fill out those tribes a little bit. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see, but that's it. So we have one more spoiler season. Well, for... we might break the one hundred and something cards into two episodes, but we have maybe. one to two maybe. more. There you go. Spoiler seasons. There you go. With the final. That's right. Batch of cards. That's now right. we'll finally be able to look at everything in the context of yeah. like, are there merfolk in this set? And then, as usual, at the end, we'll pick our top cards for constructed, uh, and and limited, and limited, and sure. flavor wins. We've never done these last. Yeah, two but I, I want, I want that. Okay, I, uh, that that is sounds good. I'm just gonna pick my favorite cards. No, for you have to pick a flavor win. Uh, okay. It's okay. We'll discuss this offline. And my flavor win, I already know. Oh. It's a perilous voyage. Because it's just incredibly hilarious to me that getting thrown off a cliff <laughs> is a voyage, and it's a perilous one. That's pretty good. That's yeah. pretty good. Uh, I'm going to say for now, I really like Captivating Crew. Like, they're so captivating. That they, like, temporarily drunk you into joining them. Yep. Yeah. And dance you into... They, they sail, plunder, and then dance. dance. That's right. They dance so, at the end. Yeah, pretty fabulous crew. Very, very I, I agree. I agree. So that brings us to the end of tonight's. Uh, so thanks for joining us. Hope you pop back in tomorrow for the end uh, of Excellent Spoiler Season. Uh, and thanks again to New England Comics, who you can find on Facebook at NEC Coolidge, and Flipside Gaming, which you can find at flipsidegaming.com. I'm Ryan. I'm Katie. And this is Spoiler, Spoiler Season. Season.